keep repeating to yourself, it's only a movie. This is Culture Transmissions Podcast, where we talk about movies that are cool. With your hosts, Clay Buttons, Eric Salazar, Brian Trout, and Patrick Colwell. Now, let's talk. Well, we're back. Uh, another episode of, uh, I said another, but uh, I meant another <laughs> episode of Cult Transmissions. Uh, we'll be talking about Wicked City today. With the fate of the world lying in the balance, his task is simple. Protect a man's life for 24 hours. I'm putting you in charge of guarding him. Who is this person? Mr. Giuseppe Maillard. Guard him without fail, because as far as the radicals are concerned, if they can kill him, they'll control everything. Thrust into a world of supernatural treachery, his only hope that his new partner is as good as she looks. Top agents from opposite worlds, they're the last defense against the anarchy of the black world. For the life of me, I can't figure out why you're my partner. What you mean is why your partner is a woman of the black world. The twisted beings from the other side will do anything to stop them. Desire turns deadly. There's no place to hide. Wicked City. So, uh, uh, the movie was uh, directed by Yoshiaki Kawajiri. It's based on um, Wicked City Black Guard by uh, Hideyuki Kikuchi. Both of these names should be familiar to everybody here because this is the third Kawajiri movie we've uh, we'll have covered and the second uh, adaptation of a Hideyuki Kikuchi uh, uh, book the first being uh, Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust that we did uh, way back nice. so uh, it was animated by Madhouse uh, which once again there are no strangers here so nothing to really get into uh, music by a uh, Osamu Shoji and it released April 25th, 1987, with a screenplay written by Norio uh, Asada under a pseudonym, Kisei Cho. Uh, otherwise, before we dive into it, uh, really, it was uh, originally intended to be a 35-minute OVA, with the original screenplay ending after uh, the main character, uh, Taki, rescues uh, Maki, or Makie, I'm sorry, uh, and uh, does battle with Mr. Shadow. That's in the movie. We'll probably talk about it. Uh, however, the producers were so impressed uh, when they saw that, that they, the first 15 minutes, rather, when they saw uh, that they essentially just doubled the running time. Uh, otherwise, before we jump into it, the only bit of info is uh, it was released, uh, dubbed here in VHS, uh, August 20th, 1993. And I actually did want to ask... Uh, I guess before we got all the way into it, uh, if 
if this is going to be the first time anybody had seen it. Uh, besides, pa- I know Patrick had watched it recently because it was in his. Uh, he had mentioned it in like a things you've seen or we've watched recently segment that we did. It's a first for me. Hmm. Yeah, uh, so I've never seen it. yeah, I kind of I kind of figured it, it would be, but I just wanted to make sure because it. It was at least somewhat popular back in like the '90s when uh, you know you could rent movies at a movie store. Yeah. Uh, those mm-hmm. halcyon days, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, that's how I kind of got my hands on it initially. Which, once again, I should not have. It was <laughs> totally inappropriate for my age. Uh, but block at least the people at my blockbuster didn't even give a shit. You know, absolutely not for kids. Sticker on the box. They didn't care they just yeah here here's your movie kid oh you're 13 what exactly what exactly is the appropriate age for this movie Uh, all right listen here (laughs) bud you listen here (laughs) i I don't think any of us are there yet because (laughs) (laughs) i was embarrassed i'm still embarrassed uh yeah i never i had never seen it either i i honestly i've grown to just expect the worst not worst as in bad movie but like after Ninja Scroll, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to turn on. <laughs> uh, I, and and he fucking gave me a disclaimer not to watch it in front of my family. Well, I first well, I learned that lesson <laughs> yeah. a long time well, ago. Well, first, not that long ago. Basically, Ninja Scroll was, <laughs> but like, but that was months ago. Yeah, fair I mean, enough. You know, I've watched a lot since then. As I'm, I'm just saying. saying, a month in the year 2020 feels like 10 years. It wasn't one. Yeah, month. No, I was several. I get it. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I really kind of struggled with even like introduce like struggled with the idea of doing this movie, but I'm like, ah, it's kind of perfect for the podcast. <laughs> like, uh, so eventually I just said, "Fuck it, yeah, let's just do it." Uh, but yeah, it's uh, okay. So I guess I before we dive into it too much, I guess we should kind of go with a content warning here, which is to say, the female lead of the movie is uh treated rather unfairly as one way to put it Uh, another more direct and serious way to put it is suffers at least four different scenes of very serious sexual assault and uh the movie kind of treats it casually in fact i mean when i watch it i'm like "Ah, gosh this is i guess it's not yeah i don't even know i don't even know like uh, Patrick said he was embarrassed. That's probably the best thing to say about it is it's kind of embarrassing. It's like, uh, it's very regressive and strange. Uh, I have a theory. Okay. Why they included it. I um, mean, if you want to talk about it sure, now or wait yeah, till we get no, to it. I mean, I, I don't really want to do, I mean, I figured I could do a, we could we, do a recap if this doesn't go well. <laughs> no, we don't have to do yeah. a recap. I just meant get to the top. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, go ahead. No, I um, I I noticed they kind of did objectify her quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, you know, unnecessarily it seemed like. But I started thinking, I was like, well, she's technically, as we'll find out, there's people that are not human and are kind of like, I don't know if they're aliens or just considered like monstrosities or what, but they're basically from like a another dimension that can, you know bleed over into the human world and uh i was just kind of thinking that was their way of showing how the humans think of them you know like just objects like um Uh, like the curiosity like ooh, 
I wonder what that would be like because they kind of touch on that sort of yeah a few times. (laughs) So I I think they just don't view her as human, even though she looks like a human. Well, I mean, so most of it that doesn't make it any better. I'm just saying I think that's why they went so far with perhaps yeah because maybe in their minds it's like well she's not a real person it's not that bad so i (laughs) but it was it was bad yeah so i guess um i guess before we dive too much into it uh a quick synopsis so people kind of understand what we're talking about um the movie is kind of set in this i almost want to call it it almost feels like cyberpunk but pre-cyberpunk you know what i mean it's not like a sci-fi movie necessarily but it it kind of has a lot of the trappings of that kind of a movie um in this city where there's uh two there's you know two kind of opposite dimensions opposing dimensions there's uh our world you know i don't they don't call it anything just our world and then there's what they call the black world which is this alternate dimension but apparently people travel back and forth between these two dimensions and, you know, communicate or whatever, but there's also tensions and to kind of watch over these two dimensions is what they call the black guard. And that's where our two heroes kind of come from. And that would be, uh, Takamura Winsaguro, the <laughs> salesman by day, black guard by night, uh, and there's, uh, I don't even think they give you her last name. It's just Makie, who is uh, of the Black World, but works for the Black Guard. Anyways, there's, they have to maintain a peace treaty, and a peace treaty is coming up. And bad actors on the Black World side are have decided they're going to try to stop this peace treaty from happening. So these two Black Guard people are basically uh, uh, told they need to protect uh giuseppe Maillard, who is uh another prototypical uh kind of archetype of uh kind of horny old man imp ish character from a kawajiri movie from every anime well yeah specifically uh yoshiaki kawajiri loves this type of character but he's in it yeah so they have to protect him and he's horny and that causes problems that basically causes <laughs> A good majority of the problems. Uh, so yeah, I I just just wanted to get that little bit of housekeeping out of the way before we just kind of talked about whatever we wanted to. But back to the the point at hand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Makie is uh, actually the coolest character in the movie. Really, she she kicks the most ass. She has like lightsaber fingernails, which are pretty dope. Uh, <laughs> she's a demon or. A monster, whatever, but she appears in human form, and she kicks... She does a lot of ass-kicking in between scenes where the movie treats her rather unfairly. Uh, and and I, the one thing I will say is it's not in as graphic detail as I remember. It's still pretty gross, but uh, like what I had remembered in my mind versus what actually transpires in the movie is a bit less graphic. Or is it possible there's cut and uncut versions? No, no. There, uh, this is just the one version there is. There's no like uncut that's like more graphic or anything like that. Yeah, uh, I did look look into that. Nope, it's all the one. It's just you know, like Patrick said, it is. <laughs> I was uh, initially kind of hesitant. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be embarrassing. Everybody's gonna be like, what is? 
play making us watch, but I would like to point out that initially Patrick watched it of his own volition, his own free will. So I just wanted to hurry and get it over with. I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah. We've all started watching every anime we get our hands on. Yeah, well, good. Good. My job here is done. Uh, I'm but deep no. into Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, I'm halfway through Pokemon Season 20. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, so the... Uh, I guess kind of like the the main crux of the the movie is like I said they're they're bodyguards for this Giuseppe Maillard guy and uh he's a, a horny old man and uh I I guess we'll just go ahead, I'll just go ahead and spoil the whole plot because the movie doesn't really set this up at all but Giuseppe Maillard is secretly there to ensure gross that uh Takimura who is kind of a ladies man the movie literally starts with actually a gross well, it's not gross i mean it's <laughs> there's a sex scene where he's uh you know he's being the ladies man and he's at a bar and he's picking up this this is how the movie starts this is the starting point of the movie <laughs> he's like oh i've been working on this one for a while basically and uh yeah so he uh uh, is is gonna close the deal, and you'd see a shot of like her like freshening up in the bathroom, and you're like, "Hey, what's that hand in the background? She's clearly assaulted somebody." And uh, mm-hmm. they uh, post coitus, uh, it is, or actually, yeah, immediately post coitus, it's revealed that, oh no, he's having sex with the spider demon lady, and he narrowly avoids having his uh, wiener bitten off by her spider vagina. This scene, I'm not doing justice, by the way. It's actually pretty cool. She looks really rad, and the transformation's really gross. Yeah, but, uh, that's pretty cool. Did you see the... Um, <laughs> that lady... Uh, sh- live action on YouTube? Is <laughs> a live action movie? Uh, okay, so a uh, friend of the podcast, Jeremy, uh, showed me that I've watched that movie. Uh, he has it on VHS, and he was very insistent that that is something I absolutely had to see. Uh, I haven't seen it. It's It's been Jesus Christ. It's been probably 15 years. Yeah. You know, like it's been probably that long since I've watched it. But yeah, I've seen I, it. Uh, I couldn't tell you yeah, anything about it's it. Not, but It's definitely not nearly as bad as the actual anime, but I mainly just started to see what that spider lady looked like to see if they like made her look cool or whatever and yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't do it justice unless you have, like, the fucking effects team of John Carpenter's yeah. The and Thing. And they didn't do the whole, I mean, like, they didn't I don't know how. get naked or anything. It was like, it all happened before any of that started. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh... The movie, like, eroticism is, like, a big part of the movie. Like, it is kind of, like, a a crucial part of the movie. Like, I was I was going to get to, but uh, before we actually get back into the style and everything in the movie. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, it's it's kind of important. And it, it turns out the at least part of the excuse the movie makes for, like, here's why all the sex happened is the actual mission is to, uh, uh, yes, thwart the uh, the bad black world terrorists from sabotaging the peace between the two worlds, but also 
to broker a peace between the worlds, they want to have a, a, a mixed race baby. And I guess they somehow know that Taki and Makie are two compatible humans able to make one, I guess. Or a human in a whatever you want to call somebody from the black world. Uh, they don't really say. They just call them people of the black world. Uh, yeah, so that is that's like a very ham-fisted reveal. Like I'm not butchering this part because it's not really well laid out. There's like a few hints like, oh, what's going on here? But not really a whole lot. And there's like a 45-second diatribe at the end while Giuseppe Maillard's using some cool lightning uh, magic. But yeah, uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, that scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Me too. I was like, why is this? Um, so Eric just showed us the Spider Woman from the live action. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's that's actually like, that's nightmare fuel. That's about all you see. Oh, boy. That's Uh, enough. But I mean, she comes back in the movie, right? Yeah, well, the lot. Look, the the live action movie seems to go on its own tangents and what have you. It doesn't it doesn't yeah, follow no. the same plot. I don't think. Well, I'm, I'm guessing Eric paused it on that scene and got scared. Oh, and Jesus, watching. I I probably would have. That's like, you know how whenever you're, like just scrolling, particularly when it's Halloween time, and like Linda Blair from The Exorcist or Captain Howdy just kind of shows up and like you're not expecting it. You know what I mean? You're just like scrolling, minding your own goddamn business, and like, <laughs> oh fuck! That's exactly yeah. That'd be a good one. That's what this shit was. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, Eric has der- Eric has derailed this whole goddamn episode. <laughs> well, uh, fuck. Okay, so uh, look, we were going pure chaos style on this one anyway, so it doesn't matter. But uh, just everybody talk about what you want. But not like, yeah, I, I just wanted to point out that that was part of the plot and that uh, it is an inherently kind of psychosexual movie or, you know, at some point it's just overtly like Cronenberg levels of body horror slash sex. Like basically imagine Videodrome. There's like a Videodrome scene in the movie uh, we might get into here in a second. Uh <laughs> if somebody has anybody anything to say about it anyways otherwise it's just no it does feel very Cronenberg well what I was going to say was the movie itself because Troth had mentioned that you know in order to do the source material any kind of justice you would have to have like John Carpenter and what I wanted to say was this movie in a lot of ways feels like like basically like uh, uh, kind of a an homage not an homage uh Kawajiri is clearly a fan of both uh, uh, John Carpenter and also uh, David Cronenberg. Like you could kind of tell, like he's definitely going for that kind of style here. And it, it is worth pointing out that all my complaints about the plot of the movie aside, uh, the pacing of the movie is once again spectacular. Like Kawajiri can be uh, uh, an absolute master as far as pace and everything is concerned. So. I, I did just want to throw that out there. Uh, talk about how how cool the style and everything was uh, is hyper stylized as you might expect from an anime, but it also 
Well, it doesn't look, you know, like a, your typical anime. Uh, you don't see a lot of the big eyes and all of that. It it has a very unique style to it, uh, which is kind of a Kawajiri thing. All right. But anyways, uh, apart from being stylish and cool and having a lot of sex in it, there's actually a lot of good stuff to get into. Uh, uh, for one, like I said, the, the pace of the movie literally never stops. Like it, it doesn't have any kind of uh, moment where there's a, uh, a a significant enough break in the action that you're bored, right? Like the movie, I can almost break it down for you. The movie starts, you have uh, a a uh, sexual encounter goes wrong when you find out that your sexual partner is a uh, demon trying to literally bite your dick off. Uh, hey, what when is that happens. Yeah, what is, which is kind of weird. <laughs> I, I, I did want to point out that uh, she she's like, oh, I didn't bite your dick off. And then she, even though it's like turns out she's like a murderous psychopath, she does just kind of scamper yeah. off. I was like, oh, well, let, see you yeah, later. Yeah, that was kind of weird. And she yeah. and it's really creepy and awesome, but she like just skitters out of the window and down the uh, <laughs> down the building and just kind of fucks off to wherever. <laughs> and you go straight from that. I would have laughed if he lit up a cigarette. I was like, "Fuck, I hate when that happens." It, I, that well, this is actually it is kind of funny, right? Because the next scene is uh, he's getting clowned on. Uh, Taki is by his. Uh, by his uh, uh, co-workers. I was like, hey, Taki. <laughs> hey, good job. I hear uh, you uh, fucked a spider. Huh? <laughs> like Everybody's <laughs> busting his balls. And uh, So she was, she was <laughs> trying to get there. a sample of the semen, right? That's the, the whole... I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I believe so, yes. I believe she was trying because to... She's like, I don't know. She the does movie say, doesn't... like, it's okay. I've already got what I wanted, like, after... And then, ah, uh, yeah, I kind of, I always thought that she was just talking about busting a nut, you know. I thought she was just, <laughs> it's like you know what, I was gonna fuck you and kill you, uh, but hey, good boning. <laughs> See y'all later. <laughs> anyway, she, she fucks all the way off, uh, and then you have him getting his balls busted. Uh, right after that, uh, his boss tells him what he needs to do. Like, hey, Giuseppe Maillard's gonna, uh, I don't know, gonna sign this peace treaty. Make sure they don't kill him. And uh, <laughs> he basically, from there, he goes, oh, yeah, you're going to be working with a partner. She's supposed to be really hot. He, yeah. They literally say that. They describe her like a supermodel. Yeah, they, they literally, he literally basically says that. Like, hey, uh, your, uh, your partner's going to be a hottie. Uh, and then, man, I really loved their introduction. That yeah, that's what, that's what I was gonna say. Like, and from right that's there, so cool. you, he goes to the airport to pick my art up. There's a really awesome fight scene where he's fighting, and these are basically your standard bad guys throughout the rest of the movie. It's some men in black looking motherfuckers, but they're demons, and they all have crazy monstrosis, you know, monstrosity transformations. Uh, that are all really cool, uh, and you have there's straight up. Just one of the one of the villains is straight up ripped off from the thing, like literally his head's removed. And uh, oh, at this point, I think this is the first time we see uh, Takemura's really cool gun, which uh, 
it's subtle. It's, it's kind of weirdly subtle, but like the gun kicks so goddamn hard, it always like launches him into like whatever wall or fence or whatever he's uh, standing near. It just literally launches mm-hmm. him. So he's just got this badass, dirty, hairy style revolver that shoots so fucking hard, it just throws him backwards. Uh, yeah, kind of like in Men in Black. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I never even considered that. Yeah. Wow, you know what? Men in Black is hmm. basically just Wicked City. The more I think about it, mm-hmm. minus <laughs> all the sexual assault <laughs> and the originality. Baby birth in Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Smith basically. If you want to see what a live-action hentai would look like, you can start to get an idea whenever you see uh, Will Smith getting whipped around by a tentacle baby. Uh, that okay. I actually got some... Oh, no, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Please do. I was going to say, I got some, like, somewhat subtle, like, noir vibes uh, in some of the, like, just kind of agent scenes, mm-hmm. like when they were driving around, trying to solve things, and especially, like, in that opening scene, just the setting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you also get the... Uh, and it was like... I'm oh, sorry. Uh, you get the... Uh, there's a Takimura uh, uh, voiceover uh, throughout yeah, the whole movie. they do it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, like, giving me... It, the movie itself doesn't feel like Twin Peaks, but, like, some of the agent stuff and, like, the world-building was making me think of, like, the serious parts of Twin Peaks, not some of the... Yeah. comedic stuff and I was digging that and then it obviously got into like the thing territory and it actually that movie The Hidden reminded me a lot of this you'll have to see the movie to see why I don't want to spoil what I mean but there's a big connection yeah uh, I actually still need to check that out uh, yeah it's fucking awesome yeah as soon as that's streaming I'm gonna make y'all watch it on the episode oh yeah uh so yeah, from there basically you go. He meets his. Uh, oh yeah, he's uh, um, he's about to get it from this fight with the uh, the two freaky guys, and then you see Makier, right? She introduces herself and her badass like long fingernails, and I think they're also I don't know they're weird. They grow and uh, they're cool. She's cool. Uh, she's like Wolverine except you know, hot lady, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, she, <laughs> She's like Wolverine if he painted his claws red. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah, so she's uh, she, she kicks ass. She saves him. And he's like, hey, cool. Thanks. You're hot. Go to introduce crazy, wacky Giuseppe Maillard. Uh, he sees the plane explode. And they're like, oh, no, we were too late. And they're like, no, you're not. I took an earlier flight. I've been here this whole time. Uh, and uh, from there... You go straight to, they're taking him to the uh, Taito Hotel, where uh, they're going to try to ride the night out for this uh, big, important peace treaty signing. And from there, you have some hijinks of him telling you, like, hey, I hear uh, black world women are crazy in the sack, which he says a lot. <laughs> God, Giuseppe's a fucking yeah, he's, little shit. Yeah, he's a, he's a total pervert. He's actually really awesome at the end of the movie, but prior to... Prior yeah. to the uh, the actual climax of the movie, he's just a dickhead. I think they try to make you hate him as much as you can yeah. to kind of flip it over at the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but 
basically he, he reminds me a lot of the uh, little imp guy from Ninja Scroll too. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost the same same almost like same voice and everything almost. Yeah, uh, the the yeah. Uh, the impish guy from Ninja Scroll might be a, a tiny bit more serious and he might be yeah. uh a a a tiny bit more uh uh or less uh Polite? Per- yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, it's basically the same character. Uh <laughs> But uh, Giuseppe Maillard uh is talking about uh you know, he's kind of horny. He wants to he wants to bang. Uh and he fuck man, at some point he escapes, but I don't remember if that was before or after the assault on the uh It was after. It was uh, so they they managed to uh they managed to uh uh uh, prevent the assault of uh, 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 there's a, a a kind of a raid yeah, on the yeah. hotel where they they try to but anyways uh, you have some ass kicking and one uh, one of the four unfortunate scenes I mentioned earlier there's a bit where <laughs> uh, Maki's ex-boyfriend is being creepy and tries to sexually assault her she kills him or she almost kills him but uh Takemura comes in and saves the day at that on that one, but she was about to get him anyway, so it's fine. Uh, and then uh, they find out, oh, uh, Giuseppe fucked off apparently yeah. at some point. And it turns out he fuck he fucked off to a uh, a sleazy sex motel, right? And uh, from there, he uh, they find him. He's having uh, an encounter with. <laughs> A woman and everything seems normal. Apparently, he's got a huge cock because she says, uh, he, "Oh, she basically says he's got a big cock," which is good for him. Uh, it's two hundred years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was fucking. That scene was. That scene was weird. So weird. It's kind of gross. It is. <laughs> it's kind of gross. It, like he, it straight up creeped me out. He's man. uh, he he sucks on her boobies and. Uh, that's gonna be a, a fucking sample. I know it. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, fuck! I should. Uh, this is the last pervy movie we're covering for me, anyways. Uh, Twenty twenty-eight minutes. No, shut up! Shut up! The, no. <laughs> First off, stop! Stop! Everybody, no, stop! Uh, well, we got our cold yeah, open. No, don't. That's not a cold open. Don't do it's it. It's pretty warm to me. It's pretty. It's pretty hot, if you ask me. Thank you very much. Uh, he does. He 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 does. And she's like, "Nope, Baron, not pregnant." So you know, I don't know what you're trying to do. He's like, "Well, I'm pretty sure I swallowed something. Uh, that's important." And then she starts mm-hmm. to uh, melt. And uh, I don't know. She's. It's gross. Well, he starts to like. He starts to touch her boobs yeah. with his hands. <laughs> hey, there, hey that's a sample too, by the way. Everybody, shut the fuck up. New sample. Well, he start. Oh, don't no, don't pin this on me. Um, but basically, his hands like melt, like yeah. like dip into her boobs, like fucking Play-Doh or something. It's disgusting. Yeah, I hate like like it, it did it in Fist of the North Star. Every fucking movie Clay picks like fingers like dig into skin. Now like, hang on. And there's like no. Ah. You, you picked. <laughs> it was kind of like that. Oh yeah. No 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 no. Yeah. I know. That that's, they do that. That's that. similar, yes. Yeah, this yeah, is you're basically right. a shunting scene. This is the shunt. But it <laughs> seemed like clays were close together. But yeah, 
It's it is disturbing. I don't know why, but in in society to do it like when there's no mm-hmm. blood. Like for some reason that makes yeah. it worse to yeah. me. When the, yeah. when there's a wound with no blood. It's like it's bubble like, gum. It's like surreal. It feel, it looks like silly putty. <laughs> like dipping your hands into that. Or oh, chewing on like know. a balloon. It bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> or McDonald's yeah. McNuggets before they're McDonald's McNuggets. Uh, the God, grossest part Clay slime. mentioned it was like when he was like sucking on him. He's like, "Oh, I think I swallowed something." That I, that grossed yeah, me that out. Yeah, that grossed like, me out. Yeah, shunting. <laughs> but yeah, he. Uh, uh, you know what? We need to start just treating our podcast like it's a canonical universe. We're just going to assume you know what <laughs> shunting means. It's way easier. Mm-hmm. It's way easier than what I was trying to describe. She shunts him. He shunts. She shunts him yep. into her. To be shunted. Yep. She. It's a term. A shunt. Shunting. Uh, and wh- as <laughs> shortly after the shunting is when comes uh, uh, Takamura and uh, what's her face to save the day. And uh, I, I called Maki a what's her face. She's the coolest character. I don't know why I did that. Uh. But anyways, they save the day. Uh, Makie's stone cold kills this lady as she's talking with, by like straight up Wolverine style popping her claws into her neck. She's like, keep talking. Keep talking shit. I'm going to pop my claws and you're going to die. Lady keeps talking shit. Yeah. And Makie takes care of business like a boss. Like a fucking boss. And that's cool. But unfortunately, immediately after that, they're uh, driving away from the scene and they're trapped in a weird black world magic force field and in this magic force field they can't escape but Makie is like I know how to get us out of this because I'm the baddest motherfucker in this bitch so she like uh, uh, she's like I'm going to break their portal or whatever but as that's happening Giuseppe Maillard who I would like to point out at this point canonically is supposed to even though you don't know at the time is supposed to be protecting these two people and he's very smug about it at the end like oh I did a great job Apart from the fact that you technically almost got Makie killed uh, because he vomits out like a weird worm thing. Uh, oh, yeah. He's also very yeah, she sick. Like I forgot. They're rushing to a... his life force or something while she was shunt- shunting him. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> so they uh, uh, rush him, try to rush him to the psychic hospital, which is actually really cool also. Uh they're trapped in a black world portal. And she's like, I'm going to break the, the, the barrier or whatever. And, oh, no, here's a worm thing. Worm thing turns into a giant worm thing. And here's very probably the grossest scene in the movie. And uh, this is uh, sexual assault number two on, uh, on uh, Makie. And it's really gross. And I'm not going to get into the uh, specifics. But if you've seen enough hentai, you kind of know where this is going. Uh Anyway, she manages to uh, blurt out, like, hey, I know, I'm, I'm still going to break this portal, get uh, my art out of here. And she does. She breaks the portal, and uh, they drive off. But as they're driving off, you know, because she's like, leave me, uh, you see a bolt of lightning strike, and she's whisked away by the wind, I guess. Uh, fast forward to we're in uh, the awesome... Okay, so this part is pretty cool. We've got the... Uh, uh, Psychic Hospital, I believe they call it. Uh, I can't Psychic Research Center, they call it. Uh, It's it's like a weird, like, kind of pagoda building with... uh, 
a bunch of monks and a, a doctor, and there's some crazy sci-fi-looking tubes and shit in there where they've got Maillard hooked up, and he's recovering. Yeah, It's like a hospital protected from the black uh, world or something, like spiritual yeah. protection. Or yeah, there's like a... Yeah, there's a bunch of so, so sci-fi, thought... sci-fi. Well, they they're not able to assault that hospital. They just get a message through to it, and which is a good enough segue into what happens, where you he get catches a warning, and there's like a, a projection on the ground of sexual assault number three. Uh, we're more than halfway through, and this one's pretty grody. She's being assaulted by a bunch of creepy, grabby perverts. Uh, Shadow World perverts and he's like hey if you want to save your friend uh, he by the way being Mr. Shadow who finally introduces himself mm-hmm. in the, the leader of the terrorist organization trying to prevent the uh, uh, trying to prevent the uh, summit. summit yeah <laughs> thank you that, was, that word had completely escaped me <laughs> the, I, I, I mean don't take this the wrong way I thought his, I liked his character I thought it was cool like not Mr. Shadow his yeah, actions. No, uh I yeah. totally understand. No, he looks really cool. Uh <laughs> well I mean the shit that happens to him is neat. It was written in an interesting yeah. way. Like I don't think he he's a piece of shit. But you yeah, know no, I mean. no, I totally I totally get it. Totally no, you don't have to explain that. That totally makes sense. Uh so he like projects it, you know, he's like, Hey, come come get your girlfriend or whatever and uh at this point my art's out of the tube. He's like, Hey, don't do that But he's like, I'm gonna <laughs> Okay, so anyways, he goes to this kind of undisclosed building. He follows uh, a light there. Uh, he kind of casually strolls in, by the way. Your partner, who you have feelings for, is being assaulted by several you know, creepy demon dudes at once. It's really gross. Uh, which, by the way, uh, assault number four is taking place during this scene kind of casually strolls in, hands in his pockets, hands still in his pockets whenever he sees Machiavelli and everything. Um, but Mr. Shadow's like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, I don't know. Just get my girlfriend out of here. <laughs> and uh, uh, at this point, he's like, yeah, okay, but first a test. Uh, he also asks some creepy questions like, hey, uh, you didn't like, I don't know, uh, have sex with this lady, did you? Like yeah, I don't know. You didn't, you didn't do anything like that, right? No, uh, none of your business. But no. <laughs> so, anyways, at this point, uh, here's the cool video drum scene I was talking about. Which cool? So it's a word for it. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, this lady undresses as like there's like a bombshell in a silk dress, and she undresses and she's very, you know. As, as, attractive or whatever but then uh all of a sudden her <laughs> i don't even know i this is i knew this was going to be hard sure you do is this yeah, I, come on i i didn't even know how to describe this <laughs> what happens in this scene video drum like i feel like i should we should have covered video drum before <laughs> this movie so i could have said she you know the tv and video drum that happens except a lady uh she transforms into it. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. She, <laughs> she transforms in. I see. First off, I see you motherfuckers looking for a timestamp right now. <laughs> I, can, I can see eyes wandering. Don't do it. Uh, 
She turns into a giant pussy, basically. She turns into a, a giant vagina. There it is. That's it. He just threw out the P word. Man. Yeah, I sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, but uh, whatever. It's it's fine. It's uh, she turns into a, a vagina, a, a giant vagina, and she sucks Takemura into it. And it's like the way they animate it is so weird. <laughs> it's like gushing. Yeah. <laughs> like like you see these like weird like uh, on top of like a still frame, you see like weird like dripping. <laughs> uh, it's it's weird. <laughs> but anyways, uh, but Takemura shoots his way out of her. Uh, that's it. That's what happens. And uh, he goes and saves the day. Uh, but uh, Mr. Shadow tries to stop them, and he's awesome. He like he looks really cool. Uh, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be looking at. Oh, th- I get it. I get it now. Uh, but uh, he, uh, yeah, he, he fights them. He's got swords coming out of his elbows. He also turns into a giant hardened mud armored monster yeah. guy. But uh, he is thwarted. The day is saved. Uh, you think he's dead because he's been blasted apart. Uh, they drive off. Only to be, uh, that's actually pretty cool, uh, <laughs> to be stopped by. Oh, we got a flood of images coming. It's just... Anyways, this has been called Transmissions. <laughs> uh, you guys. I can't see it yet. We'll see you guys next week, uh, <laughs> where I presume we'll be talking about. You don't see this, Troth? You, haven't, you can't see it? Not yet. I'm working oh on boy. it. Oh, boy. I don't know what's wrong with your computer. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. We'll share all of these images. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. It'll anyways. add to the episode. Anyways. That one made me uh, very uncomfortable. Fuck off. Oh, God. I don't know how to... I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that happens. Uh, saves the day. They're driving off. And they're intercepted by, uh, 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 well, no, they're not intercepted immediately. It fern- turns out that, uh, Myart was just, like, hitched a ride in the back of, uh, Takemura's yeah. car. <laughs> uh, where, uh, he's just like, yeah, anyways, I snuck aboard. Uh, because there were some lightning shenanigans in the last showdown, you kind of suspected somebody else was there. And then you see Myart probably starting to put two and two together. Uh, yeah so he uh, (laughs) he does that and but they're trapped in a spider web oh no like literally they're driving through a giant spider web Uh, and yeah it's spider lady because oh yeah she's been told uh, to intercept them by Mr. Shadow who's putting himself together from uh, mud it looks like dude that was cool yeah that's pretty cool are you talking like when he started like bubbling yeah, and yeah, shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gross. I don't. I man, that was some of my favorite shit in the movie. Yeah. No, it's 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 actually really cool. It's really neat. Uh, so from there, they are assaulted by uh, uh, Spider Lady. I don't know her name. Uh, anyways, uh, yes, yeah. Actually, I think he's right. It is Kanako. But anyways, yeah, Kanako. She uh uh. 
is about to kill them. She's got them all tied up, and she's uh, she's cutting them up with her weird spider lady claws. Uh, and then, uh, as happens to all the bad guys in this movie, <laughs> she gets struck by a bolt of lightning. She's dead. Uh, they wake up in a uh, church. The lighting's weird. They think maybe they're dead. You think maybe they're dead. Uh, they wake up in a church, and the only consensual... Well, no, I guess technically the second consensual sex scene takes place in the movie between Takamura and uh, Makie. And they're like, oh, we're happy. Everything's great. Uh, they wake up. My art took them there. They're all healed up. They're in a church. Uh, it's where my art kind of or starts to explain uh, what's happening before they're interrupted by Mr. Shadow, who's making a comeback with tentacles and shit. And here's where you find out Giuseppe Maillard's got awesome lightning magic powers, and he's cool. It turns out the whole reason we actually talked about it. We talked about it at the top of the show. You don't need to know why. Basically, yeah, he's here to get them together to make a baby. Anyways, uh, the, um, the 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 end the the climax fight is actually pretty cool. Uh, it's mostly Giuseppe Maillard versus Mister Shadow because Takimura's just got his cool boom gun and uh, Makie. I don't you don't really know where she's at. But so for the first part of the the fight, it's just it's kind of like a Yoda versus a Count Dooku from Star Wars Episode Two, the good one. You, you know what it reminded Just me kidding, of, guys? The Crow. Okay. Like the whole the ending, just it was on top of a church, yeah. a bunch of people fighting. I don't know. Just reminded me. I was thinking of that the whole. Oh, uh, the bad guy does get impaled by a cross, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, they uh, there's a big showdown. They fight. It's cool. Uh, but, it, you know, oh, no, he's going to kill. Uh, he pulls uh, Giuseppe Maillard into a, a shadow, and Takimura can't do anything because, actually, I think he shoots him, but whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. But then, so Maillard pops back out from the shadows, and here comes Makie. She's uh, what he calls transmogrified at this point, which I guess means she's pregnant. So she's glowing, and she she basically kicks Mr. Shadow's ass, chops him up with her uh, chops him up with her uh, finger her, her Wolverine claws, her Wolverine fingers, and uh, <laughs> then Myart shoves his head into a uh, the church steeple, so he's impaled on that, and then he strikes him with lightning, strikes him uh, hits him with lightning. The end. No, not the end. Actually, uh, we get to the part where uh, <laughs> where they uh, uh, they uh, <laughs> Giuseppe's like. So, anyways, uh, you guys in love? You want to work this thing out? And Takamura says, "No, nah." I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Okay, this part's kind of ham-fisted. He's like, "Nope." And then she's like, "Uh, are you sure?" He's like, "Well, you know what? You're pretty hot, so sure." And that's basically <laughs> that's that was the weirdest yeah it's basically how it ends it's like all right anyways uh oh yeah they were kicked out of the black guard for disobeying orders and you know whatever but then he gets brought back in at the end yay everybody's happy anyways i just wanted to go over the pace really quick the uh, plot i'm sorry really quick because it's fast and it's easy now we can talk about the stuff we liked and the stuff we didn't like starting with whoever i'll start um it seems like with anime, 
I typically, I really like the bad guys usually. I think that's where a lot of the animes you've showed us at least shines. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like that's just... They have a knack for writing just fucking vile villains. Yeah. And like, you root so hard against them, but they're also really interesting and cool and well designed. Um, even the cronies, you know, at the beginning, like they fucking turn into some John Carpenter shit, and I don't know. That's that's the shit that keeps me entertained when when other aspects might not be, regardless of what we're watching. But no, I liked this one. I mean, it like I said, it reminded me of several things that I like a lot. Uh, those things just left out the rape parts. So. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I liked it. Yeah. I haven't disliked any anime you've showed us yet. Uh, cool. That's, that day may come, but hasn't we've only yet. Got, we've only got two more that I really want to get to before I go back to doing other other films. But anyways, yeah, the, I was going to say that's kind of a hallmark of like just a good movie in general. Like, Can you have like a, a villain that's kind of cool, but you still hate him? Can, like, that's always kind of cool. Uh, but also, yeah, like anime gets by with a lot more to me anyways, and in a lot of ways as a medium, it can get by with like the plot of this movie is not particularly smart. It's actually genuinely stupid, but it's, it's punchy enough and it's snappy enough of a movie that when you watch it, you're still entertained throughout and like, you're like, whatever, it's like a dumb comic book or something, you know, uh, so yeah, no, that's our, those are all very valid yeah, that's points. Yeah, kind of what I thought. Um, it kept me entertained pretty well throughout the whole thing. There wasn't any lulls or anything. Um, I mean, yeah, like Trump said, the, the there's real hard parts to watch. Like it's you're just like, oh god. But yeah, other than that, I I mean, I enjoyed like the weird. Like we're talking about the shunt, shunt, shunting, and all the weird creatures and stuff. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed that a lot, also. But yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah no, there's a, uh, there's. I didn't even get into a lot of it. Like, uh, there's a scene where Takemura punches a guy, and he punches him so fucking hard yeah. his head explodes. Right, so it kind of. It lends to this idea that, like, I don't know, like, all those creepy guys have, like, really soft bodies or something, but, like, they just have, like, crazy powers. I don't know. The whole thing, like, that is another moment that grossed me out. Like, ah, these guys are so gross. They just, like, explode when you punch them yeah. and shit. Like, ugh. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's a there's a lot. I think that's the, like, basically the, the film's strongest suit is it's you can't even call them effects, right? Because it's just animation, but like just the crazy spectacle scenes of like, yeah, oh, gross monsters. The demons or whatever were pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I like... <laughs> I definitely like the style of it. Again, like the 80s animation movies, like that's my favorite I don't know. I just thought it looked really cool. It is fast-paced. That helps. Um, but, yeah, the rough scenes and Giuseppe yeah. kind of took me out of the movie. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, scenes like him and, like, the massage parlor and stuff, like, apart from the shunting, like, it didn't add a whole lot. I think the movie could have done without some of that stuff. Uh 
and I think it would have been fine. Yep, it's a uh, it's a eighty minute movie, and it could have been a sixty minute movie. I agree. I mean, but you know, animation was cool. Um, I liked a lot of the character designs. Like the Spider Woman is probably my favorite. It was just so gross and creepy, and just the way she moved and transformed and everything. It was it was really gross, but it's a uh, it's a handful. It is okay. So yeah, once again, and we might even like put a content warning at the beginning of this one. Uh, there's it. He grabs her boobies. Don't don't. Ever, I I think he. I said something different, but yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. This, we'll find this, out. Quit. Everybody, stop. By the way, that was fifty minutes. Uh, <laughs> For that one uh, <laughs> we'll have an opening and a closing opening. Yeah. that's fine <laughs> uh but uh god damn it this <laughs> motherfucker is taking me off my game yeah it's uh it's the kind of movie that like it's the big hurdle to clear and it's one that not not everybody can and nor do i think should they you know but uh if you could get past particularly it's very poor treatment of its female lead and by the way it's coolest character and the general perviness around it. Uh, there's actually, it's a really cool movie, a really well done movie with uh, uh, some intense action scenes, some really gross body horror, and a really, really solid art direction that's cool and interesting. Uh, we didn't even talk about like how everything's kind of bathed in this very dark kind of blue. Everything's in like dark blue and light blue hues in the movie, except for the scenes in the hotel which has a lot of red, reds like yeah it's it's cool it's neat you should watch it uh unless you don't want to <laughs> i guess uh which once again can't blame you uh but yeah that's that's basically all i've got unless anybody has anything else uh no 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 i mean no. oh about the movie no no, no i mean no. just period that's it yeah i don't uh I don't have anything unless, you know, just kind of trying. I'm always curious to what you guys are watching because I'm always looking for <laughs> I, new shit myself. I, to, uh, I think people might like to hear us blab about, about some other shit. Um, there's a show on Netflix called Surviving Death or whatever. And the first episode was kind of cool. Like, it was this lady. She was, like, canoeing. She, she like, was in Chile in the jungle or whatever, and she, like, fell off this giant waterfall and basically died like underwater for 30 minutes and she was explaining like all this um what, what she saw and stuff like creature from the black lagoon <laughs> saber but uh i was like oh that's kind of cool because it was kind of <laughs> almost scientific and uh, it that interests me but i watched some more episodes and it turned into like a medium show but <laughs> you know all the seances I talked about in our Halloween ones, they are legit like mm-hmm. that. They're like, there's like training ones in ne- wow. the Netherlands, and they have that same thing. Like this lady sits in a chair, and she was like, "Okay, it's uh, <laughs> they're gonna come talk through me or whatever physical medium they call them," and she does. She has like a cool like deep weird scary deep voice that she talks with 
but then she does some stupid little kid, and it sounds exactly the same as I said. The, the other, because I was like, oh, I was watching it with my wife, and I was like, I'll watch this. This this might be cool, you know. It's like a real seance, and she, and then she busts out like, oh hello, like some stupid kid voice, and I was like, <laughs> I just looked at pretty it's much, and I just Zelda looked at her, Poltergeist. and I was like. I know. <laughs> we just turned it off after that. So it's not really a recommendation. But, like, episode three or four on it, it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Clay or Patrick? Well, yeah, I, uh... <laughs> no, I... Honestly, I can't even think... I did watch a couple other Kawajiri movies uh, after Wicked City because he did the Highlander anime, and I watched that. And that's actually pretty tight. Uh, and then uh, Demon City Shinjuku. I watched that one again because uh, I was actually going to get into it in the episode, but I decided not to. Like, uh, Kawajiri's not always a master of pace. It turns out, like the three movies we've covered are amazing, but uh, that one, not so much. It's it's cool moments are really cool, but it's it's not cool moments are very boring, long. Uh, otherwise, I watched Tenet finally. Uh, Oh yeah. yeah, how's that? I don't know. I think Patrick's mentioned it or something. Yeah, Patrick watched it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like one of those like I'd have to watch it again, uh, which I think is what everybody says. But I'm not willing to like pay another five dollars to watch it again. So, whenever it's free somewhere, like on say HBO or something, uh, I will again watch yeah. it. But in until such time as that happens. It's just a big old incomplete. Like, I couldn't tell you. I, I know that there's some really cool action set pieces, and, like, the idea is neat. Uh, and uh, Robert Pattinson and... Um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the main characters, the actor, uh, Denzel Washington's son. Uh, sorry, I'm blanking on his name. But they're both very good, and they're, they're very cool characters. I had no fucking clue that was his son. That's really? Interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. And once you know it, you can't unsee it. You're like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm sure I'll notice Yeah, now, like, but... of course it's Denzel Washington's son. Like, of course. But, like, yeah, beforehand, I didn't know it either. I think he was in uh, an HBO show, Ballers, I believe. Oh, okay. Yes, it played a character. And I was like, huh, I didn't know. But now that I know, yeah, of course. Uh, I don't want to get off topic here, but have you seen the trailer for Denzel's new movie? No, I've seen... Uh, the little things. Yeah, I've seen like stills for it or whatever. Like, it looks pretty dark, oh, man. Check it out. It, I've heard it's like, yeah, I've heard it's pretty fucked up. But it's it's just kind of weird seeing him in dark stuff. You know, you're so used to action badass or dramatic or romantic. You know, he doesn't dabble in the darkness too much. So, but he's a pretty good actor. Uh, yeah, anyways, that's, uh, that's everything I've watched, unless you want to start talking about old Super Nintendo JRPGs, because I've been playing Final Fantasy VI, and that's it, so. It's a different podcast, I'm going to have to start one up, I guess. Just kidding. Yeah. That's it. That's it for me, so. Um, I watched some stuff, some of it, I felt like I'd watching it for the first time just because I haven't watched it in so long. Like, I watched... Today, I watched Ice Cream Man. The Ooh, last time I watched dude. that was probably... Clint Howard in the house. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, what'd you think? <sighs> man. <laughs> it's got some charm to it. I'll yeah, say that. That's the best it's, way it's to got, put it. It's got charm. Uh, but I watched. Um, what else did I watch? I watched. Uh, I think it's just called Flight 666. Yeah. Uh, it's just the documentary of Very Iron subtle. Maiden. Yeah, Iron Maiden uh, documentary because Iron Maiden's awesome. Um, it's been several years ago, like two thousand eight maybe or something. But they basically did a world tour of everywhere that they've never played. Um, mm. And Bruce Dickinson is actually a pilot, so they built a plane that he could fly. The entire crew on it, entire production like stage amps everything all on this and they flew to each they played like is basically i forgot how many miles they covered it was is stupid like no one's ever accomplished this and the only way they could is because they were like flying and they played a show like every other day um because they were flying across countries but it's uh, it's pretty cool see that um yeah, I think that's been about it. I don't know. Chili Bowl's been happening this week, so I've basically just been watching dirt racing a lot and uh, not doing any movies or anything. But, mm -hmm. yeah, that's it. Right on. So I, I'm i kind of uh, the opposite, obviously. You don't say. Most of us are st stuck at home, you know. <laughs> I would hope a lot of people are staying home um, when they can. But I took advantage of the quarantine, or I guess my family, we bought a, a exercise bike on Amazon, and I've been riding maybe three to four miles every evening I get a chance, and so I've been watching movies as I do. Well, sometimes I ride more than that, you know. But um, I've chipped away at several, but man, there are some doozies. I, I bought... Um, Vinegar Syndrome was getting low in stock on a movie called Action USA I keep hearing about, and it's made by um, a stuntman. Um, his name escapes me. I think I can find it here. John Stewart. Um, not the John Stewart. A different John Stewart. But he uh, was basically a stuntman, and he fucking goes all out using that shit in this movie. And it stars um, a guy I'm really coming to appreciate, Gregory Scott Cummings. Um, anyone who watches It's Always Sunny, he plays Max Crazy Dad, who's in prison. I think he was in Lethal Weapon. Um, but he had this little run where he did, like, action movies. And there's another one I started, I haven't finished yet, called, um, Dead End City. And it's pretty fun. It's got fucking, um, oh, I'm blanking out on his name. Robert Zadar, you know, from yes, Maniac, Maniac Cop. Cop. Yes, everyone knows Robert Zadar. You don't forget those jowls. But, um, yeah, that was a great one. Awesome fucking movie. Fun effects the whole time. Fun stunts. I'm talking crazy explosions. They Like, everything they could do, they, they pulled it off. All, obviously, real effects. Practical. Um, and then I watched another one called L.A. Wars. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. Um, from '94, um, it's literally just like a mob 
movie sort of with a undercover cop so similar to like the, the, the departed um but just very low budget and very violent and hilarious um that's getting a lot of hype i think vinegar syndrome released that as well but i've been on a just an action kick i watched another one called savage dawn from 85 and that was a pleasant surprise i knew it was had like a cult following and then i'm sitting here watching it and fucking uh lance hedrickson shows up as the main like mm. badass star good guy and these mm. bikers like these bikers invade a little arizona town that they're like trying to rebuild up from the ground up and uh these bikers come and he helps them fight them off basically and the bikers are led by none other than fucking william forsyth and then karen black shows up um it's it's weird it has a really good cast um but yeah i, I like that one a lot then this one i may end up picking so you might prepare do some homework but i watched for the first time since i was pretty fucking young oh, oh yeah. hold bard yeah you mm. guys remember that movie the, uh the hulk hogan movie yes when's the last time you guys watched that it's been a while i don't know a long time well you know I, we mentioned it on the episode i think we it might have been a lost episode but tiny lister passed away like a month ago yeah um you may know him as Debo from Friday, but he's he's in all kinds of shit. Um, Fifth Element. Or Zeus, uh, if you like the good age of wrestling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No Hold Bard, No Holds Bard, he's fucking Zeus. And he's fucking scary in this movie, man. Like, this might be one of his introductions. I mean, I don't yeah. remember seeing him before this. He may, I mean... He may have been. He wasn't like 20 years old in it or anything, but that's my introduction to him. And man, like, Hulk Hogan was like God back yeah. then when you're a kid, you know. No one can fuck with Hulk Hogan. So to see that, it's like a God killer, <laughs> you know, when you're a kid. You're like, holy fuck. I mean, obviously, we know how the movie actually ends, but to even beat Hulk Hogan's ass was an accomplishment in, a, in you know, Hollywood. But, um,. Dude, it's better than I remember. I know that's fucking weird, and it's not a good, serious action movie or anything, but there's some funny fights, and Zeus is cool, but honestly, what I liked the most was the fucking shithead villain. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember him. His name is Kurt Fuller, the actor. If you Google him, you'll, you'll remember him. He was prominent in the 80s and 90s, but... Oh my god, he's like the sleazy TV guy that bought the company and wants to... He basically makes Zeus to destroy Hulk Hogan and can't like take over the WWF's ratings. But uh, he was awesome. Um, then I do have to mention, sorry, last thing. Uh, the fucking John Wick trilogy. I know Clay's a big fan. Yep. Um, I burned through those. I have not had that much fun watching movies in so long. Like... I doubt there anything we'll cover on here. I guess you could. They're probably cult films at this point. But man, highly recommend it. That's probably what started me. Because usually, as you guys know, I'm big into horror. That's where my focus usually goes when I'm looking for something new to watch. But John Wick sent me on a fucking action spree. I can't stop. I, I just want to find 
the craziest action movies I can find now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Patrick, have you seen those? I have not. No. You should watch them. (laughs) They're fucking fun. Clay? What? Oh, never mind. I was making sure you're... Yeah, no. I'm here. Yeah, I was just waiting for you to say something else about John Wick. Yeah, that's uh, that's great. No, I mean, I don't want to spoil it because I know... I think Eric plans on watching yeah, them soon. Yeah, I'm going to watch. But that's all I got. I yeah, mean... Uh, okay, so, like, with, with, with John Wick in particular, like, besides the Raid movies, I can't think of anything else that, like, got me so fucking jazzed. Like, they're the mm-hmm. kind of action movies, like, like the Raid and John Wick, uh, that, like, you know when you're a kid and, like, every action movie got you so fucking hyped you are like, doing karate in front yeah. of the TV or whatever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah. Yeah, well, that's... That's that's kind of yeah, Bloodsport, all of those movies, but like that's kind of what like John Wick and the Raid make me feel like as an adult. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, no, fuck dude, yes. <laughs> there, there was legitimate times during fights, in particular, the uh, there's like a weapon store in part two where they're fighting with all the knives and the glass. You know what yes, I'm talking about? Yeah. And they're just kind of throwing them at each other and like. It's fucking hilarious and intense at the same time, and like that it, those movies manage to walk that comedy and thriller and action vibe like so well. It's like seamless, and it's it's, it's impressive. I I haven't, like I said, man, I haven't had that much fun in so long, um, and it's relentless. Like they're almost exhausting to watch. Yeah, like the fighting, they're, like it's just nonstop. Yeah, they're basically all one big action set piece. It's like very. I mean, there's enough. There's enough plot in the movies. Not only that, they're in an inst- interesting world. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're basically nonstop, like Mad Max Fury Road style. You know, once the action starts, it doesn't really stop until the end. You get your. Yeah, it feels like anytime there is, a, you know, a, a kind of stop in the action, you're like someone's about to jump through a window or blast through a wall <laughs> yeah. and start attacking yeah. him. Like, it's, he's never safe. It's crazy. They're great movies. But if anyway, you watch them, you should watch them. Yeah. Right? Highly recommended. Um, that's all I got. Um, all right. So, yeah, you know the drill. Uh, don't uh, involve yourself in violent, seditious mobs. Uh, <laughs> don't uh, vote for fascists. You know? Uh be cool to each other. Wear your mask uh, because that's a thing you should do still. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Be cool, guys. Jesus Christ. Last yeah. week was the biggest fucking bummer of a huge bummer of a fucking year. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, sometimes you yeah, twenty twenty one is gonna be better, guys. <sighs> well, I mean, we won't has to we be. won't have a fucking fascist. You know, as president i guess that's like literally how low the bar is uh i mean i was kidding. no no i know i know i, I totally it hasn't gone i totally understand <laughs> uh but yeah i don't know i just i felt like saying it i i took last week off obviously uh because i just couldn't deal with it <laughs> so yeah i just i did want to just add that just like be good to each other if you're listening uh which would mean if you're like my mom and dad i'm just kidding <laughs> no but seriously like if you are listening be cool. Uh, the world's a shitty place. You don't need to make it a shittier place by... Wait, wait. Your mom and dad listen to this? Yeah. Oh, Yeah, Jesus that's that's Clay. your... Yeah, 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 I know, I know. 
There's no stopping them. There's no stopping them. Well, I can't wait to hear their thoughts on spider vaginas. Uh, no, they're used to it. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? They've walked in on worse. Uh, okay. <laughs> next next time God, I yeah. see his parents, his mom's phone's going to ring. It's going to be like, show okay, me the Okay, so this is, uh, this is a fucking thing. My, when my, okay, for real, when we were moving, uh, my mom and dad were helping Ooh, helping me story. move, and like I, there wasn't enough time for me to like. Trough is just drawing the most, and I'm not going to tell you guys what the picture was. Suffice it to say, it was a very graphic, disgusting image of like like old dicks and old vaginas and old boobies and stuff just drawn on like a few of the boxes that were my shit. Right, that my parents felt like somehow like we'll get your st- we'll help with your stuff, and they so like my mom sees it. I I see her <laughs> carrying the box, and just like the look on her face <laughs> as she's trying to act as if she doesn't notice. I know. And it's I just a nose, right? I had yeah. I just had to say. It. I just had to like, hey mom, um, I'm sorry. You had to see that. And uh, my mom, who is a very sweet woman, was like, oh, I wasn't going to say anything. I, I don't judge. I just, I, you know, it's boys will be boys, I guess. Just kind of. So, yeah. Brian Troth, everybody. D- did, um, <laughs> I don't even think that was planned. Yeah. I think no, I just did it to make you yeah, laugh. And it just, yeah, it just kind of snowballed. Spiraled. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. Well, it's not like they haven't seen uh, or heard the kind of shit I get up to, so. No big deal. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah, be cool. Wear your mask. Anybody else got anything? All right. Nope. nope. I <laughs> really have Okay. Uh, Trust gun poop. We're all going to. I've been holding it for about. <laughs> What's that? That was, uh, that was one minute and 12. W- one hour, 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Leave it in there, man. I, I, I fucking was a trooper through like the last 30 minutes. So. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody take care uh, and yeah. come back next week where we'll be talking about another movie. It's hopefully less hard to describe than this one. <laughs> Please. Follow <laughs> on social medias. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Yep. Later. Bye.